Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Vaswani from Omnis Investments and here to take you all through the financial news of last week. Let's begin in the US. The S&P 500 ended the week up 0.4% in what was a short trading week as US markets were closed on Monday in observance of Independence Day. So what sectors did well and what sectors didn't? To begin, the interest rate sensitive real estate sector performed the best, whereas the energy stocks fared worst on concerns that disagreements among major oil producers would result in some of them violating output restrictions. Weakness among media firms also weighed on the communication services sector. But last week was quite an interesting week in markets. For those of you that followed markets last week, it was quite an interesting journey during the week. The major driver of sentiment during the week appeared to have been a steep decline in yields in US Treasuries. US Treasuries are bonds that are issued by the US government. Falling bond yields typically improve the relative appeal of equities. And so equity investors appear to welcome this decline in yields earlier in the week. However, on Thursday, perspectives seemed to shift. Equity investors were starting to worry that a falling yield of US Treasuries also signaled expectations for slowing global growth. And to add fuel to fires, we saw reports that Chinese officials might ease monetary policy to spur its economy. And of course, the global spread of the highly infectious Delta variant of the coronavirus also appeared to dim the outlook, particularly for travel-related companies. But despite the fact that markets fell on Thursday, by Friday, sentiment seemed to swing back in a positive direction again. Let's turn to Asia. Japan's stock markets registered sharp losses for the week. The Nikkei 225 fell just shy of 3%. Overall, sentiment was dampened by concerns that the spread of this Delta variant of the coronavirus would stall a global economic recovery. Furthermore, the government decided to place Tokyo under another coronavirus state of emergency in an effort to curb a recent rise in infections in the capital. What this means is that this state of emergency will last through the Olympics and therefore the Games will be held without spectators. On the economic front, the Bank of Japan reiterated that the central bank was keeping a close eye on the economic impact of the coronavirus pandemic and that it would not hesitate to take additional monetary easing steps as needed. Let's turn to China, where stock markets performed in a mixed manner during the week. The CSI 300 index, for example, ended flat. Technology stocks performed particularly poorly on reports that Beijing will tighten oversight of US-listed Chinese companies, many of which are in the tech sector, as well as the government's continued crackdown on domestic technology companies. On the economic front, data suggests that growth appears to be falling somewhat amid resurging COVID cases in southern China. Inflation also appears to have softened in the month of June. So let's turn to Europe. The Eurostoxx 50 ended little changed, returning 0.3% during the week. Markets did recover on Friday from a sharp pullback stemming from concerns that a surge in COVID cases might hobble global economic growth. Coronavirus infection rates continue to surge across continental Europe, where Spain experienced the worst outbreak, partly due to the spread of the highly transmissible Delta variant. In France, 
The government warns that the country could suffer a fourth wave of the pandemic by the end of July, urging as many people as possible to get vaccinated. The European Central Bank adopted a 2% inflation target over the medium term after reviewing its strategy. It said that this shift may imply that we may experience a transitory period in which inflation is moderately above this 2% target. And finishing off in the UK, the FTSE 100 was flat, while the FTSE 250 returned 0.7%. On the currency side, the British pound appreciated versus the dollar, ending the week at 1.39 US dollars per pound. On the COVID front, the UK is now facing a new wave of coronavirus infections. The health minister said that from 16th August, no children or double vaccinated adults would need to quarantine after coming into contact with an infected person, and there would be no obligation that contacts should have daily tests. He said vaccines had reduced the risk of contagion and serious illness. On the economic front, UK economic growth unexpectedly slowed to 0.8% between April and May. We saw a strong rebound in the hospitality and leisure sectors, but this was offset by stalling growth in retail, construction and manufacturing. So there you have it. Markets last week were clearly concerned about a slowdown in economic growth, which became more concerning amidst rising COVID cases globally. Despite a sharp wobble in markets in the middle of the week, most markets appear to have recovered, ending the week flat or mildly positive. That's it from me this week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back for more next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.